0: Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers. And you're listening to Train Noobs. Sup Noobs! What's up, Welcome noobs? to another episode. The Sup Noobs is kind of not really necessary because I have that in the actual audio intro that I'm gonna be cutting in. But it doesn't matter because we're here, we're recording. Um I'm here today with Matthew and Jason, uh, they are substituting for our beloved Jason number one. Uh, Jason number two is here. That's what we call him here on the show. Um, you probably wouldn't know that because you probably don't, haven't listened to it yet, right? Wait, why am I Jason number two? That's my. Question. I don't know, man. Because he records the show here with me, and he's Jason number one because he's in front of me. <laughs> I was born first. It doesn't matter. I was born first. He's got a bigger beard. Uh, he has glasses. Uh, well, that oh, so the
1: glasses a disadvantage. I have twenty twenty vision, so. What else? Let's
0: go. First, the worst, second, the best, bro. I don't know about mm, that got one. Got the point. Yeah. And, uh, and Matt, uh, both of these guys, we've talked about Jason Number 2 a lot because um, he's been really involved with a lot of the things that me and Jason Number 1 have done for a long time. Matt has been really involved more with me over the years than he has with these other guys, but basically all of us met in what... We previously mentioned in episode zero was 105th STS, the Special Tactics Force, um, Special Tactics Squad, Force. See, I'm thinking RTF, aren't right now, aren't I? 105th STS. Um, and uh, Matt, your name in that clan?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was Jackson. Um,
0: And 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 mine was Peter. Yeah. Now obviously both of our names were different than what they actually are. Oh yeah. Why was your name Jackson?
2: Um. Well, my name was Jackson. Uh, I was real young at the time, and uh, I was pretty interested in the Civil War. So the name comes from Stonewall Jackson. And you know, I was just playing Medal of Honor one day, and like back back then, like you didn't use your real name on the internet because you didn't like when some like random dude to like hunt you down. So I was just like, you know what. I play in a war game. I like the Civil War. Stonewall Jackson, someone I just read about. Boom, Jackson is what I use. So that's how that's how it came about.
0: That's really cool. Uh, mine started out, I don't think that I was in 105th with this, but I started out, I was big into World War Two at the time. And my first name was not Peter. My first name was, uh, I talked about this on my first episode here, uh, on episode zero, and I, I fucking forgot the name then, and I'm forgetting it fucking now, too. <laughs> um um. It was one of the guys in Band of Brothers, um, and I can't fucking believe I'm forgetting this name again. Um, Shifty Powers, that's Shifty. what it was. Yeah, Shifty, yeah, Shifty yeah. Powers. He's the guy who got shot in the ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what did. Exa- <laughs> hey, he got shot in the ass, bro. I don't remember that, but you know. Um, I fucked up good, sir. I fucked up real good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I loved that guy.
0: <laughs> that is one of my favorite all-time shows I've ever watched. Um, so I, I named myself Shifty Powers for like a couple days, and then I just named myself Peter. But yep, you were Jackson House, Peter, ironic as fuck. Oh yeah. And then you got uh, this guy over here, Jason Number Two. Uh, you can explain your name and its origins because I know that it goes deep. Enoch.
1: Um, I don't know. It, it. It. I guess it comes from my graffiti past or short-lived graffiti days. I guess as a, the rebellious teenager that I was. Um, I don't know, and it just kind of stuck, and it was that forever. I'm not like uh, the other Jason who has a million and one names that he goes by. Pens- Did you listen to that episode that we talked about? That? Yeah.
0: Well, I, already- <laughs> I didn't need to listen to it. I already knew the names. Yeah, but just- it's so it's it's so apparent to all of us that have spent a lot of time together that we made an episode about it. We talked about it in the show. I, it's like I,
1: I I'm like I think this is the longest he's ever had a name. What would
0: you say his name is right now? Glamorous. I just call him. Is that what we're on? I always I just, think, just I I always default to box now. Well, because that's like what we 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 formulated, I
1: guess, our friendship or had the most fun at a certain point was box. Maybe that was
0: the longest one he had or something. Yeah,
1: before glamorous, and then he's like, "Oh, my new name's glamorous." I'm like, "That I, I was like
0: glamorous,
1: <laughs> really." Why? And it, I think been, it was because of the song Well you've been Enoch forever I've, I haven't changed The only time I changed my name um, Was when I, I Made the switch uh, from YouTube To uh, Twitch And when I was Playing Minecraft with, with uh, Jason Number 1 uh, I had a Yeti skin and that was the skin that I used Playing Minecraft when we were making our YouTube videos And then one of the viewers is like Wow let's, the, let's start the Yeti Nation um, so when I went to Twitch and I uh created my channel and, and everything, I, I went with the Yeti Nation on Twitch. So
0: maybe some of the listeners don't know who I am. Um so you are Yeti Nation as more of a broad internet uh thing, but obviously you're always Enoch. You're like your first name might as well be Enoch to us at least. Well, I no, always still for, just call you for Jason. sure. I
1: guess I guess Yeti Nation was more of the, the Twitch channel was like a persona. Totally. I'm not a persona, oh. but that's who I identified on uh, at, uh, on Twitch was was Yeti Nation. So like, people would see me, and some people still know who I am. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Yeti Nation. They don't know me as Enoch. I guess my my friends and in Inner Circle uh, knows me as Enoch.
0: Well, shortly, I want to get into a little bit more of your guys' gaming past and history and our history together and stuff like that. Give uh, the people listening a little bit more of a feel for who you guys are and who who we are all together. But uh I wanna I wanna say real quick, I, I apologize that there's gonna gonna be no video up on the YouTube for this uh episode without Jason here. He's the one who does all the video uh recording. I could have set it up, but what what's happening here is these guys were nice enough to come in and, and fill Jason's shoes and uh Matt especially came he, he came right after a uh a wedding where you were a best man, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And wait, uh
1: Wait, 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 wait. You just came from a wedding. Yeah. You were the best man, and you're still able to speak. What, uh, you know, what kind you of know
2: wedding what? was this? Uh, here, here in the Midwest, um, a lot of people are very, uh, very spiritual and religious, and this was a church wedding with a church reception, which means there is absolutely no liquor. Oh, is what it is. So wouldn't
0: that's have nice been my talking.
2: choice, but uh, no big <laughs> deal. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, it was a good time. Well, that was a great time.
0: That's I'm not saying well, it was and a I, bad it, time. It, it, and like I said, I appreciate you coming. You've got to go to work in the morning. We can't drag this on forever. I mean, we could. We could. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, you don't need to be rested for selling cars, right? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No. In
2: fact, I do better
0: um, when I'm tired. So so as a result of all those things, uh, we're not recording the video this week. Next week, when Jason's back, we'll be doing the video. Uh, just no time to get everything set up to be able to do all that. And he and Jason already has it all pre, pre-set pre up and stuff like that. So we're just going to be putting the audio up on, on YouTube this time. Um So what I wanted to do is I wanted to get a little bit more into your guys' history because I know that there's a lot of gaming history there. We're going to start with Matt um, because, Matt, you and I and Jason and Jason, we all started playing together in 105th. Like we said, that was back in 2005. You were 16? 14.
2: No. 14? No. 13. Uh, If you remember correctly, I lied to get into that clan.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but okay. I always knew you were young, and you always had a voice that didn't so, portray so, so, your so actual what, age. So
2: what? What year was that? Do you remember what year that was? Two thousand five. Okay, two thousand five. So, so in oh five, let's see here. I'm twenty three now, 10... so I would have been thirteen. I was thirteen at the time. Huh. Okay, you were thirteen years old. I was thirteen years old at the time, and the thing was, like, you
0: sounded like a forty year old, with a big, with a big sloppy dick. Like what? Well, what's <laughs> yeah, like <that? laughs> you know.
2: Okay, big uh, was, dick. I love it. Yeah. That. Okay. Probably not the words I would have used, but I like it. I love it. Uh, no, well what had happened was there I started playing on this really similar story. I started playing on this like, you know, Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, and I started playing on the server that was like really tactical and turns out like it was 105th STS. And so I start, like, doing some research on it, and uh, it turns out that you have to be, like, 16 or something to get in this clamp, bare minimum. I'm like, oh, well, that's that's clearly not going to work. And they had this, like, ROTC program or something for the younger people, but you couldn't do tournaments. And I was like, no. It was just
0: for Glenn's daughter. It really was. It really, <laughs> it was. Was, it her.
1: really <laughs> was. It was mouse, right? Yep, It mouse. was
2: mouse, yeah. So I was like... Mobile, mobile mouse. Mobile mouse. So I was like, no, 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 no. I'm doing tournaments. Because I, I was pretty good at the game. Like, I felt like I was probably... Not as good as you guys were because you guys were much better at shooters than I was, uh, but I was definitely better than the majority of that clan I think. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to just like you know do skirmishes. I want to do the tournaments. So I lied on my application and said I was 16. Well, like two two years later or something like that. Maybe it was even three years later. Uh, it just like it came out somehow, and like there was like this whole like tribunal and like they were thinking about because I was an officer at this point. <laughs> so they were like thinking about like demoting me. And so I was like, and at the time I was all into it, so I was like real worried about it. But uh, yeah, that's. That's kind of the story of STS and man. and how I got involved.
1: I I that remember is... that I was an was I an officer? Yeah, I think I was on the tribunal, and and <laughs> all that stuff. It was crazy.
0: Sorry, squeaky fucking chair. God damn it.
1: Um, no that that was like man, those were the days, man. I had Dude, so much fun playing that game.
0: It, it's
2: it's kind of funny because like at the time I was super worried about it, but like as you get older, you just stop caring. Like at this point, I've just been like, all right, well, just kick me out. You're going to lose, like, your number four shooter on the if That's, like, really what you want to do. Mm-hmm. By the time, I was, like, uh, I'll freaking you out. What,
0: you were 13 years old. Uh, but from the very beginning, and I'll say this to you right now, you have always been one of the smartest people that I know, period. Like, mo- one of the most intelligent people that I've ever met in my life. And that showed when you were 13 years old not only mm-hmm. were not only did you have a deep a deep voice you sounded like you were at least 16 which was the minimum requirements but you were fucking smart you've always been super fucking smart and that really translated over and and you mentioned that we had the fucking tribunal or whatever <laughs> and that that clan was so much fun man dude with they all took the that crazy, shit seriously stri- seriously dude like you had all the rank systems you had what uh you had like fuck if I remember all them all. But I know that there was like riflemen and riflemen elites and vets and all these different ranks and systems and organization. And we all have meetings all the time and we hosted training sessions and it was so much fun. I don't remember
1: doing any training sessions though, to be honest with you. I remember. I think they were more like, you know, just go do whatever you want to do.
0: (laughs) Now I do. Your brother was also in the clan with us as well. Yes, he was. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. It's just we've always been such a big group. Now, after 105th, the reason I said earlier that you've always stayed a little bit more in touch with me than these other guys is because you kind of took the route of you played a lot of World of Warcraft. A lot. There. A lot. Yeah. And, and I did, too. I played a, a lot of World of Warcraft. These guys didn't really play World of Warcraft. But at the same time as I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft, I also played Counter-Strike with these guys. So I always kept both ties. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I left World of Warcraft. And and got into more things, and when that happened, me and Matt kind of became, you know, more at a, of a distance. But I always try and keep in touch with you. You're one of my favorite human beings in the world. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, but the world of Warcraft, man. Now, do you know how many days that you had on on uh, Hardiff?
2: You're gonna make me. You're gonna embarrass me here. Um, <laughs> Hardiff, like 300 probably. But the thing was is. Uh, so you played like through burning crusades and then kind of drifted off in cataclysm or er, in wrath. Of Lishing, I
0: right? I played through wrath and I drifted off at cataclysm. Okay. I had on my main character, I had over 200 days, I think almost 250 days and that was on my warrior. But then I gave that account away. Um, and I never really got super into it again after I gave that account away.
2: So I, I kind of want to get into that. Um, and I, I don't want to do uh, too many inside stories here. Uh, but if you remember in burning crusades, um, Raymond, uh, who went by Miz at the time, one of uh, Mike's good buddies, uh, he was in
0: the top. Who also, if he listens to the show, I fucking invite him into the show, and he just <laughs> and he just now logged onto Hearthstone. That son of a
2: bitch. You know, we uh, we Snapchat. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him something tomorrow. But uh, so he was in, he was in the a big
0: sloppy dick to him.
2: No, definitely not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> he was in the top guild on our server. Uh, the, uh-huh. I think that guild was called Stasis, right? And so and I was in a I was in a that a, was on
0: Halmrush? Rush, Halm Rush.
2: Or, Yeah yep. Halmrush Alliance. and um, called it Homo Rush. So. I was in a guild called Dark Council, which was not as good as Stasis at the time. In fact, I uh, I remember one time this will always stick with me. We were in Hyjal, and I had asked Miss like we needed a healer bad, and I like begged Miz like over and over. And he finally was like, "All right, I'll come, I'll
0: come." And he was so fucking stingy with his time dude, back he then, was. like Mister Pro Mister Pro badass Wow player.
2: Yeah, yeah uh so i beg him to come i beg him to come and he like he actually helps us down like one of the bosses right so like we make progression i'm real happy about it and like miz is like dude you guys are fucking noobs like i don't have time for this and he bounces right and so anyways long story short stasis leaves the server and that leaves dark council to be the number one alliance guild and it was kind of funny because that really made me more interested in world of warcraft at the time i played a lot but i was not as serious as i was when i got into wrath and cataclysm now during wrath i took a break i did not like rehashing of nax i thought it was really boring i thought it was just kind of a waste of time but then in cataclysm i was with a guild that was uh very competitive we were always uh top ranked on the server and i played a little bit of this last expansion uh mr pandaria really wasn't my thing uh actually i branched off into diablo at that point and now her stuff i had a hard
0: time i had a hard time with pandas i'm not gonna lie you, this, but
2: pandas are so cute
0: <laughs> that's the problem
2: yeah you know it's it just just it was different it wasn't bad just different and it wasn't something that I enjoyed
0: <clears throat> so you did that and you've pretty much always been back and forth on wow but what else have you played over the years since 105 I got days? I got s-
2: super 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 competitive into battlefield um, what had happened was uh, I was still in high school at the time Battlefield 1943 came out for Xbox Live Arcade. And that's like it's kind of obscure because it was a port of Battlefield 1942, but only three maps for this arcade version and a little bit more arcade graphics. And I met this guy, and I I think he still streams, Um, his name was Element514, and he was the top 100 player um, on Battlefield servers uh, for the North American servers. And I started playing with him, and... Me, him, and two other people started playing Battlefield Bad Company 2. Uh, we got to, again, top 100 rank with that. And then when Battlefield 3 came out, we split ways. Um, I went to Xbox. He went to Xbox, but then I went to PC because all my friends were playing PC at the time. And so I switched. the race. Um, and that's actually when I built this, uh, well, the previous computer to this. So I got really competitive into Battlefield 3. Um, and I did pretty well with that. But when Battle 4, Battlefield 4 came out, that's when I got like obsessed. I would come home like every day from work and I'd play Battlefield 4 over and over and over again. And like if you were online at the time, you read like Battlefield 4 was having like major glitches. I didn't even care. I was powering through that like I would my game would crash. Uh-uh. I'm back in. I'm like right back in. And uh, I ended Until up Until
0: somebody destroys that building and then it crashes the <laughs> server or something.
2: Yeah, but you know what? They they did <laughs> fix that pretty quick. It, yeah. and, and you kind of learn which maps to avoid. So like if, if a server loaded That a map, was the
0: hot story. That was the hot story of last year. Is how fucked up Battlefield 4 was. It
2: was, and you know, that's partially because obviously you know they're they're trying to push it out, but it's a business, so of course they're going to try and push it out as quickly as possible. Gone are the days, and really, Blizzard's like one of the last companies that really does it. You know, where they they test the game and and really vet it before they send it out. So it's just, I think that's going to be. It is unfortunate, but it's it's just part of it. I think we're going to see more and more of that.
1: But it's funny talking about Battlefield 4. I have. So I was streaming at the, at, at the point when it released um, into alpha or beta. And I have clips on top of clips of the sickest sniper shots I've ever seen. Like, I'm not trying to boast myself, but like, I'm like shooting people out of helicopters. People are jumping out of the building while it's collapsing before they open their shoot, I'm like shooting them mid like flight. Um, I had so much fun with that game. Like you said, even through the crashes and the bugs, it was just so much fun to play. It was, it was excellent. It was. It was. It really was a, a great game, in my opinion.
2: People, people, unfortunately, don't give that game credit that it deserves because of the, the the glitches in the beginning. You play that game right now, and it's flawless. I mean, the only thing that really that people still complain about that is is just really the network in terms of you know you shoot and you think you're out of the way but you're not and i think that's going to be prevalent in shooter games for a long time just because that's the way that the engines are created um
0: that's and and that's one of the reasons why when you've got a shooter with a good engine everybody flocks to it right now counter strike go is huge um, because it really was an upgrade from Source. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, everybody always had a little bit of a of an itch for something back from one point six. Like CS Source came into the scene. Uh, there was tournaments and competitions. It got on Direct TV, all that shit. And everybody never stopped talking about one point six because there was something about that engine that they liked better. Well, now CS:GO. Um, they did all the tweaks. They focused so hard on making it what the feel. Of that old 1.6 engine that everybody likes it and everybody uh, accepts it. And I think Source 2 engine's gonna be coming soon too, or something mm-hmm. like
2: that. Yeah, I was reading about that actually.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna look to to upgrade Go, for sure. Um, but they they've turned Counter Strike from kind of like a super competitive game into they kept they kept the competitive edge, but they've brought so much more of like the casual community too, I find with some of their game modes and the skins and all this, they've really developed a game that's pulling in people that are, aren't are so hardcore, but because there's so many little things that you can do inside the game
0: that I, I find it's, uh, it's going to keep growing. And even for the hardcore players, those things are also a hardcore. Like I'm, a hardcore. I can. I used to be a hardcore Counter Strike player, and now not so much. I don't have the time for it. But I love getting those skins, man. It's hard to not drop a shitload of money on cases. That's the business model. Um, I mean, yeah, really, yeah. I mean, you get a couple beers in you, and you got your wallet upstairs instead of downstairs, and you're fucked. <laughs> you know. I, um, I remember when League
2: came out, and that's that's obviously where CS:GO has gotten its business model. I remember League came out, and people were saying, "Oh, you know, Riot's never going to be successful because." They don't make any money on the front end of their game. But I know people who have spent hundreds, thousands of dollars on their accounts. And that is just the business model going forward. What that does, I think, specifically, it it brings that casual gamer to watch the hardcore gamer in a a tournament. And so if you're a business who wants to advertise and you want to make that hardcore gamer compete on a grand scale, that's how you bring money in is by making sure that the casuals are watching the game. I think they did a really good job with that. an excellent job.
1: Well, exactly. Cause you, you don't only have like the emotional investment, but you the have the financial yeah. investment. Cause you, you spent so much money on buying these skins and, and, and like, Oh my God, a new champ came out or, you know, this new flip knife came out. Let me buy it on the marketplace. You're spending money and then you have this emotional and financial tie and you're like, well, the pros are playing. Let's see them. Let, let me see how I can get better. Right. Because now you're not, you're not just playing. Oh, come home and play. You're like, I have spent money on this game. I'm going to play it. And now I'm going to watch the pros to get better. So it, it's kind of like a cycle. And I think it's great for esports. It really is. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: So all that being said, currently now, Matt, no more BF4, I'm assuming. Uh, not so not, I
2: really uh, wasn't happy with the hardline decision. So I've, I'm kind of doing that little boycott mm-hmm. thing. I'm really hurting EA, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they are. It. They're feeling <laughs> it. Uh, uh, but now... You are like me and really I'm, I'm very, very,
2: very, very much into Hearthstone. Um, kind of the story behind that is my brother played uh, Magic the Gathering. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to your podcast already know. A lot of people know about Magic in general. Um, and he always wanted me to play with him. But there is such a financial burden to play that game. Because Hearthstone is not really that expensive. It is. You got to spend a couple hundred dollars to get enough packs. But with...
0: But compared to other CCGs, yeah, But compared
2: to Magic, I mean, I know guys who have thousand dollar decks, Snuggered. two thousand dollar decks, and uh, so it's right. it's so hard to be competitive in that game. Whereas Hearthstone, if you just if you put the time in to learn the mechanics, understand the the combinations and the synergy of cards, you can become good at the game in two or three months. You really there's not a huge
0: learn learn the meta, learn what your opponent has, uh, you know, pay attention to what they've played. What they can be playing, all those things. Yep. And that's why a lot of people last week, I had this discussion with Jason where he was t- telling me about this video that Total Biscuit made and he called the video Pay to Win for Hearthstone. And we got into this short little tiny semantic argument about pay to win, uh, free to play or pay to win. And at the end of the day, if you can get everything somebody else can get, Under any circumstances, like no matter what, that consists of a free to play to me. Now that that is, I remember back in the day, I used to play this game called. um, You know, I don't remember what the name was, but it it, it was like World of Warcraft.
1: It's not pay to win; it's pay to to be lazy. You know, it's It's pay, pay to go.
0: It's pay to go faster. Yeah,
1: that's all it is. Like
0: if you can get
1: the same stuff just by grinding,
0: then. But my point was that, you know, Trump, uh, Raynad, a couple other guys, you know, they made accounts where they got up to legend. Free to play. With, nothing, with a brand new account, free to play. All, and they barely had any cards when they got the legendary, just because they knew how to build decks. They knew what their opponent was playing. They knew how to make the correct plays. All of those things. And yeah, take. They obviously had the time to put into that. But no matter what, you're going to be committing a time investment if you're trying to get to legend. Um, I know you. You get pretty high ranks, Matt. You're, you're mm-hmm. sub five. Um, that I've gotten to. I've gotten to those points before too. I don't have time lately. Um, it's good to have another friend that you know that is into it as well. Uh, and and I know Enoch. You've been getting into Hearthstone a lot lately.
1: Well, does it count that I only play when I poop?
0: It counts. It does count. It counts. It count. <laughs> Hashtag uh, pooping to legendary. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> set up, set up, set up some cameras. Mm. Um. Well, I think I'm pretty much done with Matt. You know, we can toss him aside now, and we can get to you because uh, your gaming history has always fascinated me, and let's at least. I don't know how far back it goes, but at least to CPL. I want to get back to that.
1: Oh my god. Tell me all about CPL. Why does this haunt me to this day? <laughs> I lo- I love this. Like if I would have gone to like CPL for like Counter-Strike or Unreal Tournament. All right. I went to CPL for Team Fortress Classic.
0: <laughs> hey, you went to CPL, which is the Cyberathlete hey,
1: Professional League. Hey, it was in Gaylord, Texas.
0: Gail, <laughs> Texas. Cyber Athlete Professional League. If you don't know what, what CPL or uh, or Cal is, they were the tournaments. The online tournaments, the LAN tournament. It was where the gamers went. And if you were the best of the best, you went to the CPL instead of Cal. Cal was online. If you were good enough, you went to CPL. This motherfucker went to CPL so, and it has always been a legend.
1: Okay, well we gotta we gotta start. Like I'm gonna I'm probably gonna date myself here. But I remember the first video game I've ever played was on a Commodore with a like orange screen and it was you typed code to make a turtle move on the screen. I don't remember the name of the game, but that was like the first video game I ever played and I've been you know, I played Atari, I played Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Dreamcast, you know, everything. I've 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 literally played Every console that's been released. I'm old. Oh, my God. Um, No, but so I I really got into the competitive scene. Um, And and Team Fortress was uh, my initiation to striving to win to be better at a game. Um, And then from there, uh, I got into Medal of Honor. And that's when I joined the 105th. Literally, like, my second day, I think it was, playing medal of honor i ran into to peter aka mike um and he's it, it like anyone's looking for a client and i was like oh hell yeah <laughs> let's do this i know i know what this is all about and then it was like 105th for for a long a year. time
0: it was about a year i think before we started playing counter-strike i looked back at our at our timelines of when we started our steam accounts and stuff like that and it was the end of 2005 so i think it was about a year I think it was. A, made, I, it felt longer in, than a year. It was. A it lot did feel of, longer, huh? It was. We a were lot of fun. so involved. We were so involved yeah. on communities and or it, it, like uh, like heads of communities and yeah. trainings and just I don't know. I man, I, I still and, remember Algiers that, that planner. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: That planner. just sit in it and just like peek out and snap people all day. My
0: favorite. My favorite spot was the ledge up uh, across from the, the Alamo. Alamo. Yeah,
1: but on the outside, yeah. I remember the, outside, the, Alamo, I, yeah, I the, remember
0: the names, man. Like, and then Stalingrad. Oh my God, dude! When I hear talk about this kind of stuff, I just I feel a physical feeling in my body, no. like I need to go play. Don't do it. Yeah, like, it's terrible. <laughs> that's exactly what Jason said. Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> it's it's not what it like. We remember it as something, and I want to keep mm-hmm. that memory.
0: I know, but um, I want to relive that memory. But it's That's like, the hard part.
1: I remember playing that game and like practicing like the snap shooting, mm-hmm. and it's like I wouldn't even see the guy. I would just know the angle, and like I'd peek out and I I just pull the trigger. And if there's a guy
0: there, he was dead. What do you think it was about that game? Because I will tell you, I think that of all the games that I had the most raw talent at, that is number one or number two. I would say Counter Strike Source is hard for me to determine they're just different but what do you think it is about that game that was just so that we were so fucking good at like i just i can't really explain why
1: well i think it was
0: you had to learn how to lead people you had to shoot ahead of them and stuff like that um
1: i think it it wasn't i think it was the tactical aspect of it because we did play the tactical version mm -hmm. so it wasn't so much running and gunning it was kind of like playing a game of chess to a certain extent and like outthinking your opponent sometimes. Of course there was the the aim and the snap shooting and all that, but it wasn't like you're not running around everywhere. So you're kind of like moving up and like holding an angle and then somebody else was moving up holding the angle and it was like it was tactic I and mean, it was I don't know, it was so much it was so much fun. It was just I don't know, I spent hours playing that game and just sitting in that goddamn planner. <laughs> or the alleyway. And then it was funny cuz I remember playing with with everybody and then going on like a public server and doing run and gun and it was like my KDA was like insane. It was just insane cuz all these guys did was like run around and and spray and
0: pray and hope to kill somebody and you're just like pink pink. I remember we all, we all only used bolt action rifles. The German one was the best. Yeah. The Mosin-Nagant DM1 was terrible
2: compared mm-hmm. no,
0: to that. Uh, was it the Mosin-Nagant or was it the was it the Matt? Do you remember the what, Russian? I remember the Russian was model is the, the,
2: the Mosin, and then
0: w- oh, right—that's the Russian one. That's what I was. Oh thinking. yeah, what the, what the
1: German f- was what uh, didn't it start with an M. Mm. Some is uh, brilliant. I am. Anyway, so that was <laughs> so that was um, the
2: Mauser. That, the Mauser. and then we, the Mauser. There, Mauser.
1: You go. Yeah, the Mauser.
0: The Mosin, the gun was good too. It was alright. It was my
1: um, least favorite. <laughs> my least favorite, and the was
0: M1 took the. M1 the m1 took skill believe it or not that shit was so fucking hard to use i thought yeah it was easier for me to use those bolt-action rifles because the mauser was one shot kill always Uh,
1: but um um, so so you know
0: medal of honor and then
1: counter-strike with you guys we started rtf and then trice and then whatever other and clients. Then the
0: impulse. And the, yeah. It doesn't matter. They're all segments of RTF. Yeah, I mean, e- exactly. Really well, Impulse is because we wanted to start the, the server company. Which we did. And we we actually kicked ass at that. So we for this is something that I haven't talked about before, but we actually used to own me and me and Jason and Jason and one other guy, but I don't remember his name. You remember that guy who was like the one that would do all the back end coding on Well, Linux he didn't own on, on them. The he just did the coding for us. No, he just did the coding for it. He didn't all right, uh friend. we used to we used to own and operate a server hosting business where we hosted servers for Counter Strike, for Battlefield, for Call of Duty, uh, Day of Defeat. Uh, we used to have all these kind of servers and at some point we must have had a good few dozen um people that we had on our you know on our server box, well, what happens is you get you buy a server box and you buy one server box and you start filling it up and you can't do it anymore because it starts slowing down, so you need to buy more server boxes and we had no problem filling up the server boxes, but when it comes to putting up the money for more and more server boxes that's when it started getting hard, yeah, and so we had to stop doing what we were doing, but shit man, I was 16 or 17 years old and we fucking had this full ass server box of all these damn game servers and it was so much fun but yeah impulse impulse online yeah. was the was yeah. the company name impulse right. online so i wonder if i still own that fucking thing <laughs> so um that happened and then what happened after that Oh God. Well, I think that you played you, you played a little bit of World of Warcraft with us. At yeah, one point. well I played well with you guys well, a little bit. Well, compared to me and Matt, a little bit. <laughs> no,
1: I still fucking remember. I'm grinding fucking TC to get this fucking helm, the last piece of my fucking set. And then and then Mike's like, you know what? I'm gonna start playing my warrior again. Second run through, he gets the fucking helm that I want. And I'm like, you fucking, I've been grinding this for fucking three weeks. I didn't get it yet. And he's like, oh, second time through, I get the helm. And I was like, you motherfucker. (laughs) So, but anyway, so I played, I played enough of, of WoW. Um, and then I think I kind of took like a, a break, um, for gaming from a little bit, but then I came back and, um, started the, the YouTube channel with, with Jason playing Minecraft. Playing some DZ, and then I, I started my Twitch channel, and I, I played a lot of War Z, a lot of War Z, um, and then playing the Odin ends game like Battlefield 4, um, Rainbow Six Siege, um, Ark. That's actually I liked I liked Ark. It just I don't have the time to spend eight hours on fucking training a dinosaur feeding it berries. Um uh and then a lot of league of legends throughout that period as well. Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm. I don't know, like right now I just I don't have a main game. I think I'm just kind of playing everything. I have a, a new girlfriend, so it's like, you know, spending time with her and and developing that relationship and uh, you know, working back to the the working the working world. Um but uh, no, so I work. You know, it's funny. We had a we had a server company. Now I work. I work in a data center. What's up?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's obviously what we do. It's what we've always done. Is this kind of shit?
1: So uh, I can't I can't post the picture, but I'm gonna show this picture of of my data center that I work at to Matt and Mike, and they're gonna they're gonna jizz in their pants.
0: Now, oh, no, no. Is, I can't Is this wait.
2: Like, a, like a Google-sized data center or like an Amazon AWS data center?
0: Okay, so I can't, you, I can't. Are you? You just picked like the two biggest companies that would have possibly had the <laughs> biggest data centers in the world. Is it? <laughs> is, it is it? Is it biggest, biggest number, number two one. or biggest number one? <laughs> Where
1: are the pictures? Where are the pictures go? This camera is fucking with me.
0: Um, well, that pretty much sums up. Uh, what I wanted the listeners to know about your guys' relationship involved with me and Jason. Um, it goes deep. It goes 10 years. You guys have been with us for 10 years, just as which is the same amount of time that me and Jason. Now, I got to think. Enoch... Do you remember if I recruited you to 105 first or Jason number one? I was.
1: First? I was the first, and then he came so along. So
0: you have been my longest friend online. <laughs> so so and him probably by the next day. Oh wait, but Matt was already in the clan when I got in. Yeah, but maybe you weren't friends with him because he was only 13. You
2: know? Nobody, no, he didn't know. Nobody knew. No. Nobody at that knew. that time. No, I know, at I know that, nobody. At that knew, time, but I'm just saying that's why you weren't friends at that time. I was 16.
0: <laughs> um, so you must have. Uh, what's nine, your birthday, Matt? 92. So, one's March? So, you're four years. so, Yeah, w- right. So, I was 16. So, I must have been, you must, it must have been before June. And I was, I don't know. Somehow or another, I was 16.
2: You were. It may have been before my birthday. And, in fact, I think I was. Because I think ROTC started at 13. And I, I, was, I was 12. And I think uh-huh. I just lied completely because I couldn't even get into ROTC. But I wanted to be in the client.
0: So let's think about this. Wait, I want I want to think about this for a second just because it was 2005 and the reason that it's called 105th is cuz it's January 05. That's when the that's when the clan started. So gen, January gen, gen, What the fuck? Oh, okay. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> fucked you up, man. So 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 January 05, I would have been I was born in 88, so fuck I would have been 17.
1: You're really good in math.
0: No, I was 16, and I was 16 in January. So yeah, that's why I, I, I was 16 until March, and so you were 12 June. until June. Holy that's shit, you were 12, 12 yeah. years old. 12 years old, dude. That is amazing, and you were in the clan before I got in the clan. So you were definitely yeah, 12 years old when nice. you joined that clan. That's amazing. That just goes to show you're uh, definitely you were at a higher intelligence level than 12. I can't, I, I don't even know. A 12-year-old, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, so you guys got to know a little bit about Jason and number two and uh, Matt, number one. And uh, I mean, I, I love that you guys are here. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to talk about something with you guys. And I think that one of you guys has experience with it. I have experience with it. And one of you is avoiding it. And that's fucking Windows 10. Okay. I so... already know where
2: you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. So right before the pre-show, uh, Mike was talking to me about this. And... He was like, did you go to Windows 10 yet? And I kind of hesitated. And, of course, you can't see my face right now. uh, But I kind of – I started sucking on my teeth. I was like (sighs) – and the reason I did that, you know, I was an early adopter of Vista. And I'm going to tell you, that was the (laughs) worst experience I'd ever – I literally thought that my computer was done for. I had just spent like a, a grand at this time to build this computer, and nothing worked. I mean, nothing. I was staring at an 800 by 600 resolution screen because drivers for my graphics card had not been produced, and you couldn't backtrack at all. So I'm sure Windows 10 is fine. I'm not doing it. I'm going to wait at least a month, at least.
0: Now, you said that you couldn't backtrack at all. Now, I will say I've got a 30-gig section on my on my freaking SSD right now, reserved for if I decide to go back to Windows Seven, it's got all those files, so you can go back. Um, so far so good. I did have a problem. I my my one hundred and forty four Hertz monitor was going on the fritz uh, after like thirty minutes of using my computer once I installed Windows Ten, but not my not my second monitor, my my sixty Hertz monitor. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I. You know, was researching everything, and this is one of the problems. And I, I totally understand your early adoption fears because one of the number one problems is I go to Google something and there's no fucking information <laughs> yeah. out there yet, and <laughs> so I just have to fucking think. And and so far, so good, no problems because I figured wait, wait, it's only the wait, wait, monitor.
1: Wait. No problems on thinking, and no problems on the monitor.
0: No problem. So far, so good. No problems on the monitor. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because you said you had to think, so I wanted to make sure your brain's okay. I don't know. Sometimes I, sometimes I say something that I don't mean to say or I mix up my words or something like that. And I get corrected on the spot by Jason number one. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I didn't say that. And then I listen back to the recording. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. I did say that. <laughs> um, so far, so good. I assumed that since that bottom monitor was 144 hertz, it was something to do with that. So I turned it down to 60 And it's working. So hopefully there's some sort of, maybe it's a driver issue or maybe it's a Windows update that needs to be coming. But right now I'm running to both my monitors at 60 instead of my 144 at 144. But if anybody out there is listening and they're having the same issues, uh, dual monitors, I had 144, I have 144 hertz Acer and I have a 60 hertz ViewSonic and uh, my 60 hertz was doing great and my 144 after like 30, 45 minutes of using the computer uh, would go all black and gray with horizontal lines. I mean, just, fucking sucked and there was no way for me to get out of it i just had a hard reset so that's the only problem i ran into other than it is so fucking different and you could talk a little bit about that jason uh because you have some experience with it from at work right
1: well so i have my own my personal laptop at work and so i get to work and i normally get to work a little bit early and so i open up my laptop and i'm like oh that's like oh windows 10 what's this click click oh yeah okay go get my coffee come back and it's like installing on my laptop i'm like oh shit i clicked okay too many times (laughs) 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 so it's it's like i let it install whatever but like at work i don't really use windows right we're a google company right so like we use google uh for work so like gmail google docs like i'm not using excel so it's like everything's browser-based so like it's still fresh. It looks good. It runs fine. Um, nothing happened. Am I going to install it on my gaming PC? Hell no, not yet. I'm going to wait. You know, there's no point for me to, to do that now.
0: I don't need to. You know, for your data center, you said you're, it's a Google company?
1: No, it's not owned by Google, but when I say Google company, we use Google for work. Or Google for okay. business. Oh, Instead see, of using like Outlook and like all this shit, we just use Google. Everything well, when I go to
0: the website for your data center, which we won't talk about because that could be implications that we don't want, but I go to your website that you sent me and it's for a fucking data center, right? Yeah. How come that image underneath the video link took so fucking long to load and it's a data center?
1: What what image are you talking about?
0: Bro You have to load up a non cached version. Bro, I don't know browser. my <laughs> shit loads up instantly. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about, Because it's cash, bro? motherfucker. That image took I'm gonna, I'm gonna forever to quick load. Quick, bro. What I kind don't... of data center are you working at? What kind of data center are you working at, bro?
1: Bro, we, don't, we do not We co-location, bro. We don't host shit. We don't have servers. We rent the space and okay, the I power.
0: I my cash, you and I want to know. Space and the...
1: So what you are is you're a bigger version of Impulse Online. Uh, ten times bigger, but so <laughs> ten so, funny. You, you said, so you, you know, have ten servers. <laughs> no, you said so. Like, are we comparable to like Google and stuff? So we operate almost at the same PUE. So PUE is power usage efficiency. So the power that comes in, what percentage of it gets used? So if you, the higher the number, the the more you're losing, and we're almost on par with Google. So we got a good data center.
0: Good, yeah. I don't. Good. Know. Yeah, sure. So um, Windows ten, I've been enjoying it. Uh, are you overall? Can you say whether you like it or not yet, Jason? I think I have to get used to
1: it. Yeah, uh, but it, it broke my my calculator function on my keyboard on my laptop.
0: I was kind of upset about that. <laughs> got to upgrade your uh, your keyboard there. And Matt, how do you upgrade sure. your keyboard on a laptop? You just got to buy a new one, man. A new laptop new keyboard oh on your laptop <laughs> oh my god you talking about your desktop that's right because you said you sold it on your well what do you want you know i got shit in front of me I, I can only focus on so many things at once right only so only so many lines going in i'm not like your data center you know i don't operate at that kind of efficiency
1: <laughs> oh we already knew that
0: <laughs> <laughs> um something else i wanted to talk about since uh we have a lot of counter-strike history going on have you heard jason about the Cloud nine, ex cloud nine player talking about being on Adderall while yes. they were at ESL.
1: Yes. And you know what? I'm not surprised. To be honest. Um, like these guys, like, especially like, the big tournaments, they're operating at such high levels and they need to focus. And I'm not surprised that they're using like I'm I'm just gonna say this now. I bet you there's some StarCraft players out there that use speed. Because, you know, some of those those macro speeds, they're, what is it, a- a- API or whatever? Actions per? Actions per APM. Minute. APM. The APMs are way too high. They have to be on speed or something, man. Cocaine well, or something. have
0: you ever watched Pure Onage, man? You just got to practice the micro.
1: No, nah, bro. Dude, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not surprised. You know, if you look at a, a pro athletes, uh, you know, football players and this and that, they're, they're using steroids and, and enhancement drugs and all this. It was eventually going to spill over into esports.
0: Well, I agree with you. I'm not surprised. Um, I'm extremely disappointed. And um, I don't know if this is directly as a result, but one of the news topics I wanted to talk about this week, and on that note, we're not going to be talking about too much news this week. We're keeping it short. We're keeping it sweet. We're getting you guys to know some of these guys who are going to be coming on whenever Jason's not around because he's being a fucking loser. And uh, we're just going to have you know light news. But one of the things I wanted to talk about was Nahilim. Is the team that Semphis, who was talking about that they were taking Adderall when he used to be on Cloud Nine, Nihilim released their CSGO team this week. So we're talking about not even two weeks after he talked about that on in public, and now Nihilim no longer has a CSGO team. They parted ways. Yeah. And I don't know, I can't say whether it's directly related.
1: Um Well, there's a there's a possibility, right? You know, there's you think about some of these bigger teams where they have massive sponsors backing them, mm-hmm. their sponsorship now, their name is associated with that, right? With
0: Adderall, yeah. Well, not with Adderall, I mean, but
1: but using drugs drug and this and that. Right. Like, does Intel want to be associated with that? Does Nvidia want to be associated with that? Does Samsung? Does Asus? And I wouldn't does... be
0: surprised if it was one of those scenarios where these sponsors come and say, "Yo, you know that Semphis on your team just talked about how he was using drugs while they were playing video games. You know that the core audience of your game that you're playing is a younger audience. You know that we don't want to support anybody who's going to influence anybody to use drugs." So, what are we going to do about this? Uh, Because we don't like it. And then Neelum says, "Uh, well, fuck you, I guess. We got to get rid of the CSGO team. Uh, The CSGO team consisted of Desi, uh, Hiko, Sanks, Semphis, Valens, and Legija? Do you know that? That that player doesn't ring a bell for me. No, but Hiko Um, does. Well, Hiko, Sanks, Semphis, yeah, they all and yeah. Desi, they all. I've I've heard of all, all of them. I've watched all of them. Um, I follow the scene, uh, with a medium amount of tightness. And uh, all it really says, all they said is, uh, after a mutual agreement, agreement, we uh, had to let them go. And uh, you know, we'll always support them and love them and all that, all that bullshit. I think that, uh, they're not going to tell us the real reason. But I just. I find it crazy that shortly after two weeks and I mentioned when this all happened, I, I told, you know, number one, I said, um, I'm trying to look around and see what kind of consequences these guys are getting for talking about this because it's, it was just, it's just crazy to me and it blows my mind and it breaks my heart because counter-strike is one of my, one of my biggest loves.
1: But you know, at the end of the day, you know, it was going to happen. The bigger the prizes get, the more there's on the line People are going to take more and more risks to try and win. And one of the risks is using illegal drugs. Yep. So, Matt,
0: have you ever used Google Plus?
2: I mean, it's kind of like MySpace. I have an account. I didn't really use it. You know?
0: That's that's yeah. pretty much like everybody, right? Everybody seems to want to use Google Plus, but there's not really a reason mm. to use Google Plus. There's just not really people... Um, it's been talked about for a long time that Google Plus is probably – it's not going anywhere. It's going to get squashed. Everybody's worried about it. Um, sorry, that and a couple other Google it? projects. and <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Okay. All right. Everybody. Um, well, it was officially announced that Google Plus and YouTube are completely yeah. se- separating ties now. So um, Jason, do you utilize YouTube for your uh, VODs, for your streams?
1: I used to. I would just upload directly from from Twitch,
0: and then you used to also be involved with VG with the Minecraft channel and stuff like that. So you had a lot of um, usage with YouTube and stuff like that. Well, Google Plus was integrated with YouTube, and there was things that you there was things that you had to use Google Plus for in order to do things on YouTube, and it was really frustrating, and everybody hated that. Well, they're separating that, and uh, it's just another thing that seems to be under big the big boot of Google wow. crushing
1: now youtube has streaming capabilities
0: yeah and i think it has for a long time but now it's they're pushing it yeah it's starting to to, come they want to
1: compete with twitch
0: yeah um, i think it's good 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 fucking luck
1: but i i i honestly think there has to there has to be a company that comes out that competes with twitch because it's unhealthy for everybody if somebody's controlling the market
2: you know what you actually say good luck um But I actually think that YouTube has a a substantial shot. Because Twitch, if you go on Twitch and you do not have a good internet connection, you're fucked. Like, you're you're not going to be able to view a stream. Whereas YouTube is specifically built to scale. So if you don't have, like, let's say you're in the third world and you like video games, but you have, like, a 2G or 3G connection, you might still be able to... Wait,
1: how do you know about video games
0: in the third world to start with? That's my question. And also... Whether it be YouTube or Twitch, how the fuck could you watch any stream with really? a 3G connection?
2: No, you used to watch videos on 3G. Really, whether you know it or not. When you started playing video games, let me ask something. What was your internet mm-hmm. speed? Do you remember? Because you were on DSL.
0: I I
1: was... Uh, wait, wait, you guys metal, started metal, metal playing video games on DSL? I had metal of honor. Up. What the fuck?
0: 14.4K. Metal, metal of <laughs> I had DSL. Yes, you're right. I okay. had DSL. With so
2: DSL. If, um, if I remember correctly, it was like 256 fu- kilobits plus. So maybe, maybe that you that you would, uh, that you would you Just bandwidth speed in general. So maybe you had like a really good connection. You had like a right. megabit per second. Okay. 3G has a much better throughput than that. the The, the issue with 3G is that latency. So if you're streaming something, the latency is not a huge deal. So I I just I think that YouTube mm. does a better job of connecting to people that aren't in North America or aren't in Europe that don't have maybe the most stable internet connection or maybe rely specifically on their mobile device and don't have a desktop computer. I don't know. I think that, that generally in general YouTube has a better shot of getting not just the first world watching video games. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, uh, let's and and let's keep in mind what we're talking about too. You mentioned the number one and the number two data set yeah, earlier. Do you remember that? So let's talk about the number one and the number two streaming services, Twitch and and mm-hmm. Gu- and YouTube or Google yeah. and Amazon. It's the same thing. I mean, Twitch has the horsepower with Amazon behind them to be able to do these things. And I've noticed, and I, I don't know about you guys, I moved recently. I moved in January. Um, And when I moved here, my Twitch my Twitch did not work at all. I couldn't watch it on source. I couldn't watch it on anything. I had to get like a a third-party software to be able to watch anything because I think it was something with my internet or my ports or something like that. And all of a sudden, just fixed itself out of nowhere. And I don't know if that's a Twitch thing. I don't know if it was my internet just deciding that. It, It was only, only Twitch. Only Twitch. Nothing else gave me an issue, right? And now Twitch is working. So I would like to think that Twitch is always expanding, growing their game, uh, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And I don't know how much money, you know, is Amazon is putting behind them versus how much money Google is putting behind YouTube streaming and stuff like that. But I know Google wants it bad. So I will give you the fact, I will give you the point that Google wants it bad and they might just try and force it to happen. But Google doesn't have the best luck trying to force it to happen.
2: I I really, like, you almost have to be first to market anymore to be successful. Like,
1: well, that's, well, that's not true. Owned 3D or owned TV, whatever, back in the day was the first true streaming site. Now, there was, was just, was there it... was Justin TV. But I mean, Justin right, but... TV was so everything. The first specialized one was owned TV. And then Justin TV created Twitch and said, fuck you. Well, and, do you remember... and, but wait, wait, wait. Twitch paid all the League of Legends players to switch from owned to Twitch and put them on contract.
2: That's actually a very good
0: point. That is a very disappear. good point. Um, well, the same exact thing happened with, I remember specifically that there was players that could not play anywhere other than owned. Yeah, but they, they paid
1: those players, they gave them, they swallowed them. Twitch paid them, paid their legal fees or whatever and bought them out and then made them sign contracts with Twitch. Twitch literally bought and shut down Twitch uh on uh, on TV by taking all of their main their main streamers.
0: So uh, the very first thing that I ever started watching streamers on was was I always watched Day9 and do you remember what his first streaming platform that he used to? Do? It was his live streamer or livestream.com or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was called.
1: But there there's so many different streaming um programs out there for you know, webinars and and things like that. But like a true dedicated gaming streaming platform was owned. And then Twitch came on and said, you know what? Screw you. We're taking over and literally made them close because they swallowed everything. Now,
2: Google could do that too. I mean, Google has not as much capital maybe as a company like Apple in the bank, but they have more than enough funds to basically buy Twitch. And they probably could buy Twitch if they wanted to.
1: So, there were originally talks of Google trying to acquire Twitch, and then Amazon probably said, nope, and they bought them. Um, And if you think about it, Google competes with Amazon, and Amazon competes with Google on different levels. Um, So, there has to be somebody to come and challenge Twitch, because... Leaving Twitch the way it is to just grow and do whatever they want is not going to help the streaming community, in my opinion. Got to have
2: a fair competition.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that the, having the fair competition is is great because I like that, but it's it's hard to. It's hard to do this with the streaming, especially because everybody goes to the one location where all their favorite streamers are. So imagine trying to split them up and giving people two websites to go to. People aren't going to want to do that. I mean, how how do you do that? It's The reason Twitch worked from the beginning was because you said that they paid them all to come over. Well, when the whole population of the people that you like to watch goes and moves simultaneously, then it's easy to make that switch. But nobody is going to be able to pay off These people to get them to go from Twitch. Well, here's my question.
2: Okay, so I I don't don't stream, so I really don't understand the aspect of of the business side of that, of how you make money on that. But if if someone poses the question to, to you, you know, let's say maybe that Twitch has a million unique visitors versus YouTube having 10 million or 100 million. These are just random numbers, but YouTube is a bigger website than Twitch. As a business person, do you want 100 million visitors or a million? Of course, you want the 100 million.
0: Whether you can get that or not, though, I know that people try and stream on, on YouTube and mm-hmm. they just don't get people to watch. It, it really it depends.
1: Like, like YouTube has to come up with like you live, um, and and really restructure their mm-hmm. platform and the way they present it. Because if you go to Twitch, you go to the main page and there's the 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 streamers that they pick to to sh- showcast on the top and then you have all the, you have Mm -hmm, the main mm -hmm. games and then you can click more games. So it's very neatly organized. You go to YouTube and it's not at all like that, especially for live streaming, right? YouTube was designed as, as, as a video platform to view videos that people uploaded and they need to kind of like restructure it and figure out a way to present it. So it's user-friendly. Right. Because right now it's not like unless you're subscribed to the channel, you're not going to know that guy's live. So you're never going to create a community or community growth unless they restructure the layout of the live streaming section on YouTube.
0: So let me ask you this. You're a streamer. yeah, And or at one point or, was at one point in time, you were a big streamer. You had lots of consistent followers, lots of consistent subscribers. You would play a new game that came out and you would be the number one streamer for that new game coming out often enough um, those kind of things is is what you that was your that was your your gig um being a streamer, what would you want what kind of a platform do you want to commit yourself to like if you could build it what was wrong what would you change about twitch that YouTube could do that fills the gaps politics, but you can't change politics well, can you? No. Nope. What kind of politics? What are you talking about?
1: Things that I don't really feel comfortable discussing openly. Um, you're talking about how they
0: treat their streamers. Are you talking about payment? Are you talking about inner circles? Like Illuminati okay, so shit. You're talking about <laughs> politics. Politics between streamers themselves. Between streamers and the
1: company itself. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So it just, I don't know. things yeah. that I, I that need
0: not be said on 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 a podcast. Well, and that's probably definitely something that you're not going to be able to avoid. Like you said, under any circumstances, that that kind of shit's always going to happen.
1: No, but it, it's... it's. But as far as Twitch is... It has is to physi- be controlled to a certain extent. But so it, it's, it's like... So when I was streaming and, and I was popular, I, I burnt myself out was one of the reasons why I stopped streaming. Um, but when I was streaming, I was one of the l- larger streamers, I guess you can say, um, at the beginning of when Twitch was starting to, to evolve... And, you know, making money from from people watching ads, which was minimal. Um, you didn't make that much money off the ads. You really made money off of subscribers and donations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, people who enjoyed watching your stream, they would donate you money. Um, you have to be careful because some people donate you money and then say, oh, I didn't authorize that, so they, they uh, cancel the payment and stuff. But that's how streamers make their money. And then, sh- like t-shirts selling t-shirts and stuff like there's streamers out there that make over a hundred thousand dollars a month plain and simple right yeah i kind of kick myself in the ass a little bit every time like fuck man i had a community and everything and i could have been big but i I lost i was losing that joy like you look at some of these streamers they stream seven days a week i like my weekends i i like my nine to five job i like making good money I make good money at what I do, but then I have the weekends off. I have my nights off. I don't have to worry about, oh, if I take a vacation, is my community gonna die? Is this and that like? There's
0: always worrying about those people waiting around to watch you.
1: Exactly, like it was fun. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. Waking up in the morning, starting my stream, and then there would be three hundred people there as I start my stream. Like they're waiting for me to go live. It's cool. It was fun. Get up to thousand people. You know, make some money on it and stuff. It, it was fun. But you literally had to, like, babysit your, your Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, you look at somebody like, for example, Lyric. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you can go on a week vacation and come back and, and you'll still have viewers. It, his numbers will go down, guaranteed. But he'll still sustain that, right? But it's like, do I want to worry about that? Do I want to have to be like, oh, shit, man, I got to stream. I have to be there seven days a week uh, until I grow my community, then maybe I can take a day off. Maybe I can take two days off max. You know, it's like so much involved in streaming. It's not just sitting in front of your computer and playing a video game. Like I would literally stream 10 hours and then do like four to six hours of behind the scene work for my stream. So I was doing right. 16 hour days. It was, I brought myself out. It's insane. It's so much work. People think it's odd. Oh, you're a streamer. It's easy. You
0: sit in front of a camera and your computer and you play video games all day. And I can tell you for sure, it's kind of been the same kind of thing with me with this podcast is, is trying to get all the behind the scenes shit figured out. I mean, if you're listening to this and, and you notice that our feed has been fucking busted all last week. Well, you can thank iTunes for taking for fucking ever to update the goddamn RSS feeds, right? But it's just like it's sending emails back and forth. I must have been emailing half a dozen companies just this week, getting shit figured out, working on things, and, and I if I had to include, you know, uh doing VODs, rendering things, getting my guy to make images for me, overlays, setting up all that kind of stuff too, that would be that would be hard. That would be really hard. It's definitely something that you have to commit a full-time full-time hours to more than full-time hours to, but yeah. you can't just do it as a passive thing and expect to be, you know, good at it.
1: No, oh, it's, it's a lot of work. It's not something that's, uh, that's given for sure. Um, but there's, there's a lot of behind the scenes, politics stuff that, uh, that people don't really understand goes on. But anyways, that's yeah. a discussion for, uh, for another it's like podcast. A, it's like
0: a, like a fucking middle school or something like that, like yeah. high school. Right. Um, so Matt, uh you play lots of Hearthstone, we talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Um how do you feel about how do you feel about the Grand Tournament, bro?
2: Dude, I'm stoked. Um I'm really stoked. I saw I, I started I got into the Hearthstone Alpha or maybe it was the beta. No, I think it was the Alpha. So I've been playing for, for quite a bit of time, but I took a break right after Nax because it got boring and I didn't really get back into G V G until it was like almost too late. Like so I'm really excited for Grand Tournament to come out because I'm going to be there when the new cards come out. I'm really competitive right now, and I'm really into – I'm not going to call it the scene, um, but I I watch quite a bit of streams. Um,
0: Hey, man, that's the scene. I'm not going to let you do that to yourself. That's the fucking scene.
2: Okay, yeah. So – so I'm I'm really into it right now, and I think that uh, this this upcoming season in August, I I think I have a legitimate shot to hit legend, because the meta is going to change so quick that it's not just grinding with one deck over and over and over again until you hit it. So I think I have like a legitimate shot. So I'm super super excited. Some of the cards seem really cool. I think it's going to shake up Patron Warrior from being the top deck. Uh, hopefully. Um, but my, my, my biggest thing right now is that there's already quite a few decks that you can be competitive with, and I'm really excited to see how the Grand Tournament is going to change that.
0: So now, I might have missed it, but did you say that – did you pre-order the decks? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did you say that earlier? Uh,
2: no, I didn't. Um, okay. And actually, I took advantage of that because, like – Me
0: too, You got to do the Amazon
2: thing. <laughs> And for those of you who don't know the Amazon thing... if you I don't
0: understand how to do it yet, actually, to be honest Okay.
2: So you have to have either an Amazon device, like a Fire Phone or a Kindle, or an Android device. Uh, This will not work for uh, an iPhone or iOS device. You you download the Amazon App Store, okay? And Mm -hmm. you download Hearthstone through the Amazon App Store. And what that allows you to do is buy things with Amazon Coins. Now, Amazon always has a deal on their coins. So basically... 100 coins is $1, okay? So 5,000 coins is 50 bucks. You can buy 5,000 coins for $45 and have $50 to spend in an Amazon application. So, for example, the Grand Tournament is, has a pre-sale right now. I think that ends actually in five minutes. So, of course, you know, anyone listening to this is
0: pretty much screwed. Oh, <laughs> um, but it, it takes you yeah, five- Blizzard usually <laughs> operates on Pacific Coast.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So maybe you, have, yeah. maybe you have an hour or two. Um what you do is right now you get 50 packs for $50. Mm-hmm. If you buy it through Amazon, you get 50 packs for $45. But what Amazon does to encourage people to do this is they give you a percentage of your coins back after the transaction. So right now, if you buy 50 packs for $45 through Amazon with the coins, you get 1,000 coins back. So you basically bought 50 packs for $35. You can 35. spend thousand, yeah, you could spend 1,000 on, on more card packs or... What I would suggest you do, if you guys do do this, you need to save the coins because what Amazon doesn't tell you is that you're likely in a state that Amazon operates at, and you have to pay tax on your purchase, which means you have to buy more coins because you cannot buy them in an incremental amount. You either buy them in five hundred, a thousand, twenty-five hundred, or five thousand. So keep that in mind when you do that. But it is a good That's deal. Fucking bullshit. It is, <laughs> it is. But because of the coins they give you back, it's still cheaper. So if you're looking for a Unless cheaper you live way, live in
0: Oregon and you don't have sales tax.
2: Uh, but Mike, you should actually include the link to Amazon because Amazon actually gives you a step by step on how to do this. It's advertised on their website of how to buy more Hearthstone packs for less money. So for anybody who's really <laughs> into it,
0: yeah. If you could uh, show me where that is, and I'll put that up in the show notes.
1: Now you're making me want to spend forty five dollars.
2: You should.
0: Um, and I do have.
1: No, now I don't play enough Hearthstone to justify spending forty five dollars.
0: Have you guys ever gotten emails? <clears throat> hey, get your twenty dollars Amazon App Store credit. Have you ever gotten that? No, before? I haven't. Okay, I've gotten that twice, and I downloaded the Amazon App Store, and I couldn't figure out how to fuck to use my Amazon App Store credit. I was trying to buy cards. Great, to buy now, parts.
1: now somebody, there's a, two Michael McGreeners <laughs> out <Dude. laughs> there,
2: dude. Yeah, someone fished your
0: account. Oh
1: wait, you might want to, <laughs> you might want to bleep that. I said your last name.
0: What are we talking about? No, my last name's out there. It's fine. What are we talking about? Fine. What? There's sumis.
2: No, 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 no. He's maybe. saying he's saying Explore the email that you got was just like they fished your identity.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> it might have been the one of my other email accounts. I don't know, but I used my phone with Amazon App Store. But I do have a we have a fire tablet for my daughter. Okay. And I don't know, maybe I could figure it out, but her it doesn't run Hearthstone. Um but it's too late. I already spent fifty. So <laughs> I was like, dude, I just gotta get those packs, man. I cannot wait. Do you know do you know the exact day that those packs become available? It says in August, but I think tomorrow. August August first?
2: You know there, actually there's no date. You make a very good point. And I just assumed because I wanted out oh, I okay. you guys. Are.
0: But Where do I how do I buy this shit? No, it's fifty bucks, dude. You don't even talk buy it just because we're talking about bro, it. Bro, fifty just, bucks is peanuts, bro. If you, if you want my advice, if you Wait, want cards, price you,
1: shown push. is in US dollars, go fuck this shit.
0: Uh so so oh. The Canadian dollars so fucking about right. this before the stream. Canadian dollars are all messed up. Invest in Canadian dollars, everybody. I guess it's seventy-four cents to the dollar right now.
2: Hey, now you're gonna have to put a disclaimer on this podcast because you just offered investment advice. There you go. Yeah, so you're gonna have to put like a disclaimer that like, you know, you're not responsible for any any trade. Disclaimer,
0: if you want to become rich, listen to me. No disclaimer to protect (laughs)
2: Mike here. You don't don't take any of this as investment advice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm super excited. How do you feel about the new uh, Inspire FX?
2: You know what? Um, the only. I haven't had time. This week has been busy with the wedding and everything, and I've been trying to help plan that, but I haven't had time to watch any the stream. So the only information I have on the cards are from, like, hearstone.com, like the two articles that they posted.
0: Um, Did you watch any of the fireside gathering? No. When they announced
2: it? Unfortunately, no. I, I didn't have time. But the, for the inspire effects that I saw, I thought it was, it was pretty cool. Um, specifically, I think it adds that constant effect because right now the big ones of course, battle cry and death rattle like it does it once and that's it okay and you have some cards like um Mana Tide totem that are kind of kind of like that you know where it does it turn by turn rag
0: yeah because there is effect based cards so you've got um emperor thoracin or you know you've got the master swordsmith mm-hmm. or you've got you know the blood imp things that will affect every single turn um and then you've got things like um, pa- in Patron Warrior, you've got the Frothing Berserker that will affect every single time. So you've got some of those effects, but I think I understand what you're saying, whereas Inspire is just something that you can – it's not just going to be like Death Rattle where it happens in one occurrence and once. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you can utilize it a little bit more um, and create a game that's a little bit more dynamic as a result. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. I thought, the cards that I saw, I'm, I'm really excited to play for sure. And not only is the Inspire affix really exciting, but just the cards that they're introducing are inventive and, and different. And not only is Inspire cool, I think, but just the cards in general are cool. And I'm hoping that, and I mentioned this before, that I'm hoping that this expansion is not quite like goblins versus gnomes where when they released goblins versus gnomes they showed some really cool cards everybody was really stoked and then the rest of them were pretty much shitty right Yeah. and there's only really I think that I heard I heard somebody had went through all the cards and, and said there's like a handful of the goblins versus gnomes cards that get used and if you go and look at Ramis, or if you go look at Blackhawk Mountain those cards that came out the adventures they like all get used there are especially decks that are based around it Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, because that's where you get patron from, is is Black Rock Mountain, and you know you got Sludge Belchers and stuff from Naxxramas. Those cards are absolute 100% staples. W- way more worth spending 20 bucks on those those than spending 20 bucks on decks for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but like I said, what I'm really hoping for is that. Uh, they don't put in so many shitty cards. And I, I, did you follow that conversation where um, Ben Brode was defending shitty cards?
2: Yes, yes, and no. I, un- I understand why he's defending it, but as a Hearthstone player, it's kind of bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. And I find it—I find it hard to swallow that you have to put shitty cards in the in the game. Honestly, like he—who—who who was it that he was arguing with? It was Crip. Yeah. Yeah, it was which Crip. is a and bad you,
2: decision because Crip, Crip, truly understands the game. That's why he's a good at arena. He understands the game. That's a bad decision to to try and get into a, a a tech argument with Crip.
0: I I agree. He's he's smart. He knows the game in and out. That's why he does all of the um, casting and stuff like that lately. But Ben Brode is no slouch as far as no, intelligence goes, not. and. His argument was well put, but I think that anybody that's smart enough can see that his argument is a business. From a business standpoint, it's not from a player standpoint. They have to do that because they got to get 132 cards out. And you really think yeah. that they can have? And he also said, you know, no matter what, there's going to be worse cards than Absolutely. the best cards, that's, that's, that's and true. that makes sense. But the problem is, is that you're making unplayable cards, and I think that that was the issue. But that you Krip can't had, play really. Blood Imp. It's a no, trash card. Can't. Or magma rager, and he was he was defending magma rager as if there wasn't magma rager, you know. Without magma rager, everything every other card gets worse, you know, because every card is better than magma rager. So there's got to be that. That variable there, and I'm just thinking, well, you can't play Magma Rager. so what's the point of having it in the game when it's unplayable,
2: right? It contradicts Blizzard's whole game design theme. Okay, they changed World of Warcraft talents uh, so that it wasn't just you, you remember you had to go down like a certain branch or you weren't competitive. So they changed the Yeah, and the I talents. missed,
0: I missed that. I haven't played it since they changed it, but just the fact that they that I know that they changed it really makes me. Sad. So out.
2: So so Blizzard has this design element where they want it to be completely customizable. But with Blizzard and Hearthstone, it's kind of different because there are decks that are better than the other decks, and there's there's nothing you can do. Like right now, Patron is so good that every other deck just kind of has a chance to beat it, a chance to beat it. Not like if one player plays better because Patron is so strong. And I th- and I understand Bim, you know his his argument that there has to be bad cards. But you're absolutely right. It is a business decision. I've got to want to have to buy more packs because I didn't get the good cards. That's what it is. And that's fine. But what you were saying with uh, you hope it's you know kind of like uh, better than GBG, the expansions do a great job for the casual player because you can spend $40 and get very, very good cards and guaranteed to get very very good cards and keep you competitive. Whereas with, you know, spending $50. The yeah. The adventures, excuse me. Adventures. I, I think it's an expansion, but I'm I'm at the adventure with Naxxon and, and, BRM, you get very good cards that make you competitive. And so you don't have to spend as much see, money.
1: Right. Why should you have to spend money to be competitive? Period. You don't, Well, you There's don't money. have to spend money. You can buy
0: them with gold too. That's just, Oh, yeah, yeah. you know how long it takes to get fucking gold. I I don't know because I'm not (laughs) (laughs) three wins. If you're a new player out there and you haven't gone through this, there's ways to get big chunks of gold. There's a lot of hidden quests that you can do. You can go online and search them up. Things like beat every single uh, computer player. Like beat mage, beat rogue, beat beat all of them on normal and then beat all of them on expert. Each one of those gives you like a couple hundred gold. Uh, you know, win an arena, do all these things. All these things add up to a good chunk of gold. If you're a new player, this is enough to at least get you into one of those. And I would I would probably say Naxxramas, if you're a brand new player, is a little bit more beneficial to you. Um, Blackhawk Mountain is good too, but it gives you some pieces to some really good decks. It doesn't give you super solid cards. There's a lot of ways to do it. And, you know... Like I said, if you're gonna spend twenty bucks on Hearthstone, spend it on the adventure. Don't spend it on a card pack. So you're gonna get for sure good cards and that's what you want.
2: Well, Jason, you brought it up kind of in the pre-show, or maybe even the pre pre show. That's for the extra subscribers. Mike will get to that later. <laughs> the extra, extra. <laughs> uh, you you brought that up that you know, the pay to win and, and I don't want to get into that huge argument there, but there's an entry cost to every game. Like if you started playing WoW right now, you are so far behind. I mean, you, you are expansions behind. Now, of course, there's catch-up mechanics for that, but for you to be, you know, a, a day one player and be as good as someone who's playing, uh, just because we said it earlier, like Nahillam, that's unfair mm-hmm. to the players who have been playing for a long time, the guys who have spent 20 seasons, 20 months doing this. So, it's unfair to say, okay, well, the guy who's been playing for two months, he should have as good of cards as the other guy.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just, it, it's like, it's like you're like. Oh yeah, to spend the money, I'm good. And it's like, how long would it take me to grind to get all those cards?
2: It's going to take you like three months. That's what I see mm-hmm. with new players. It takes you about three months to grind out if you do your dailies every day. A, a competitive deck,
0: a competitive deck can 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 be all sorts of different types of deck. But right now, if you want the cheapest and best decks, you go Zoo or you go Face Hunter. Both of them extremely cheap to make. Like we're 2000 talking dust. maybe, maybe. two thousand dust is pathetic. I mean one legendary costs sixteen hundred, so you're talking about if you feel like you want to get in there, you want to start kicking ass and ranking up. people make legendary every single season with uh, with um, zulock and face Hunter people make and top ten rank. Top ten rank with those decks. I mean, they're the one of my favorite decks to play ever is Zoolock, and it only costs a couple thousand do- dust. I don't think. That... Okay, what does Zoolock mean? You're in a zoo and you got a lock. So what zoo is traditionally in card games is zoo is you're playing a deck. That's like a zoo. You've just got everything in there. You've got all the creatures and they're cheap. So they're, you can play them all really fast and easy. You've got a low curve. So, you know, when you're building a deck, it's got the curve is, you know, zero through 10 mana. You got a low curve. Everything is focused really around two to four mana. You don't have too much more over that. I think that the face hunter deck, the most expensive card is four mana for the traditional face hunter deck. And I believe that's the, um, that four mana, four, two that gives your enemy a mana. Um, You know, there's obviously different variations and stuff like some that. Some run what Leroy. I'm saying, Leroy. some yeah, some run Leroy, and then you got the mid-range hunter that runs a couple other little some bit more mana, expensive cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, you don't need to spend a lot of money to get a competitive deck. Now, if you want to get all the legendaries, yeah, you got to spend a lot of money or a lot of time. But if your goal is to be competitive and to be successful in the game, you need to get with somebody that can teach you how to build one of those decks no no this
1: is what I'm going to do All right, Mike I'm going to give you my login
0: information you're going to log into my account you're going to build my deck and then I'll play you can give a guy a fish (laughs) and that guy will eat for the day but if you teach that guy to fish what's going to happen you're, you know you're talking to me, right? No, yes. but here's but here's the thing, though. Okay, I'm talking to the man who will never look up a link. He will always makes somebody else look up the link. You you, can l- you want me to log into your Hearthstone account and make your uh, your fucking deck? You you yeah, can look man. up a
2: deck list right now, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can look up a rank one deck list, I and even if you can link. even if you can build that deck because you have the cards, doesn't mean you can play that deck. There are people who I I, I play against who are playing patron at rank 5 who are the absolute, some of the worst players I've ever seen in my life. They make bad trades, okay? whether that's trading creatures at the wrong time or trading the wrong creatures for the the other wrong creature, or they're using removal spells that they need to save. It is all about how you play those cards, not about the cards that you have. That's why I like Hearthstone, because everybody wants to think when they start, oh, I don't have the cards to play this game. You don't have the skill to play this game. Hearthstone is a very skill-based game. Boom. there is some rng no
1: i agree it's skill based it's like trust me at, at the beginning i was always like i had no like i played magic but some like
0: it's a little bit different i remember the beginning when you first started playing all you could say was fuck taunts man <laughs> fuck taunts <laughs> oh, i hate taunts oh fuck <laughs> ascension Shieldmaster! fuck taunts
2: that's all i ever heard <laughs> and then like that. sinjin's like
0: terrible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean well let's that but, w- then, but then, but then it's like, like the then I started to
1: understand, I start to understand the game, and then I'd be playing in somebody, and like, I'll pull out a card that's an okay card, and they'll polymorph it right away. And I'm like, you're an idiot, because next turn I'm pulling out my 7-6. And they're like, you know, it's like, they're using the wrong cards at the wrong time. I'm still learning, but I think I've come a long way from being the idiot player that I was to, to yeah. I am now. I'm like, I'm getting better. I don't have the time to sit there and study the mechanics of the game. Like I've literally been playing. The only reason I've been playing, playing a lot is because I got a new phone, the LG G4, and I've been playing it on my phone. Go to the washroom, lay on the couch, wake up in the morning.
2: i to legendary.
1: I, I'll, you know, I'll poop to legendary. Let's go. Uh, I'm, on my deck. I'm happy
0: to see you play it. And from the beginning, I've played this. Uh, I've gotten like the second wave of beta invites. I don't know, Matt, if you got into beta. I've played it for. I think it's almost been a couple of years now. You said twenty months, and, so yeah, and
2: it may not be twenty months. It's it's getting close. I think twenty seasons. I think we're like I'm season sure. sixteen or seventeen right now.
0: It's been a, a long time. We're we're approaching two years. And wait, um, can I
2: play while we do this podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: my question. Well, Matt's got to go to bed pretty soon. We're going to be wrapping it up soon enough. But I can't stop talking about Hearthstone. So let me
2: finish talking about Hearthstone.
0: Um. It does have a lot of mechanics. It does take a lot of skill. And for those people out there who say it's pay to win, I need to buy the cards. They don't know what they're talking about because they haven't played Zulok. They haven't played a 2000 dust Zulok and they haven't learned that deck. And this is the thing too. It's like, it's like every other thing that you're trying to get good at. You get a Zoolock deck and you practice it over and over and over and you learn how to play it and you learn what matchups it's good against and what it's bad against. And just like anything else, you're going to come up against uh control warrior and you're going to get your face stomped in. You're going to come up against handlock, and you're going to cry and you're going to want to uninstall the game. But then you come up against something that you can totally own. And that's the way that this, that's the way that this game works too. It's keep in mind that there is counters, Okay, and that's that's why a lot of the the game format right now is conquest, where you're trying to counter your opponent's decks, um, and it's and it's it's very very tactical in that sense. There's a there's a deep meta to the whole thing, and so it's my insp- question, it's great, it's very in depth. My question, what rank do you think I am? Twenty, because I think I saw you on line earlier. That's cheating. I would have said. Well, you can't lose. You can't lose stars going down to twenty. So I would have assumed at least twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen. There you go. And you know what? That's so much better than the the where you used to be. I'm so proud of you. And just for pooping. (laughs) That's a lot. Hey, that's a lot of that's a lot of pooping time right there. Here, you have to be pooping a lot. Here, here if
2: if you actually start to play the game competitive, here are the plateaus that you're going to hit. Okay, you're going to get to fifteen. Okay, and then you're going to hit a plateau. And you're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on? I don't have enough cards. I, I can't I can't do this. And you're gonna start watching like a streamer who plays your deck, and you're gonna start seeing mistakes that you make. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, would, would Trump have done this? Would Crip have done this? No, they wouldn't. Have. They would have done this. And you will get to ten, and then once you get to ten, you're like, all right, I'm on my way. And you'll read like you'll read like, oh man, if I'm ranked ten, I'm like top ten percent of players in the world now, or at least in the North mm-hmm. America servers. And once mm-hmm. you get past ten, you start to really realize like, holy shit, I'm close to legendary. I could do this. If I grind enough games, statistically, this this deck that I'm playing wins 60% of the time. I'll make it. So you just kind of have to keep your head down with Hearthstone and continue to grind out games because you do get better each game. And, and you kind of learn like... Oh, no, for
0: sure. What I like to do, and I don't know if you do this, Matt, but when I watch a streamer, some of my favorite streamers to watch is I love watching Strife Crow. Uh, I love watching Tides. Wait, wait. Crowfest. Did you guys say Sinjin's a bad card?
2: Sinjin <laughs> Sen- a bad Senjin's card Sinjin's a good
0: card. So Sen- Senjin is a good card, uh, but it doesn't go in very many decks anymore. And I think that's what you're getting at, Matt. It's not really played anymore, especially since... Um, Fuck, man. That's it, what I
1: just it? got for my fucking deck.
0: <laughs> it just popped. It's a good like... It's a good card. You want to play it if you have it, if you have nothing better.
2: It's, it's, you're making me There, there, myself there are now. better four drops. And realistically, right. if you're going to play a taunt, play the five drop Sludge Belcher because there's so much more value to it.
0: And that's what he's getting at was that, and that's what I was saying. Sludge Belcher replaced Senjin Shieldmaster, but if you remember, before Naxxramas came out, Senjin Shieldmaster it was, was in every single deck. Um, now everybody plays, um, everybody plays piloted or not. Piloted the the, great piloted pilot Shredder Shredder, uh, everybody plays that, so that they don't have room for the for the Senjin Shieldmaster. What but
1: about Lord of the Arena?
0: No. Like this guy just fireballed my engine. <laughs> You're literally playing in the middle of a podcast. Well, that's that's probably a good move, fireball in this engine. You know he's got to get past you. He's got to hit that's your face. Okay, and
1: I just played. Let's see, Mogushan the Warden.
2: Yeah, that's probably man. It. I wish I was at Ring 18 again. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: probably-
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I would just. Bro,
1: I made no, but you have to think I made this deck when I started playing, and I haven't
0: changed it since.
2: Oh, did you got to constantly change it? You got to mm-hmm. tweak your deck,
0: bro. You're talking to the laziest guy you've ever met. So so what I was saying before I forget, because I don't want to forget, and I don't know if you do this, Matt, but when I watch streamers, I watch them play, I see what kind of cards they have, and I audibly say what I would do if I was them. Mm-hmm. I would I say I'll play I will play the uh flame imp, right, on this turn, and then they always do something different. And I'm like, fuck, I really don't and have the same kind of grasp as they do. And that's because there's so many different nuances to it. But for those of you out there listening that like to play Hearthstone a lot, that is one of the number one tips that I've always heard is watch a streamer and pretend that you are going to play his hand and see if you get it right. And it's basically like, not they don't always get their plays right, but they usually say when they misplay. And it's a lot of fun for me to do that.
2: And Stripecar is actually really good at telling you when he's misplayed Uh uh-huh he's he's one of the first guys to admit it
0: he will do that so will tides Mm -hmm. um you know so i don't know i just i love hearthstone man it's just it's it gets me right now it's it's by far my
2: favorite game for sure right now
0: yeah yeah it it is my main game I'm, i'm and i'm glad i'm glad to hear it because i've been needing like i said i've been needing a reason to play and if i've got people actually playing it i've got people to show up and play with so um last question before we wrap up this podcast how do you feel about Tavern Brawl? And are you disappointed that it was not tournament mode?
2: I don't care about Tavern Brawl at all. It's a free card pack a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Tavern Brawl is going to be fantastic when you can challenge your friends to do it, and you're all sitting around at the coffee shop, or you're all sitting around at the equivalent of what is Friday Night Magic for Hearthstone to just shit, you know, shoot the shit, and, and just kind of play
0: around. But there's absolute- now you know you can play with your friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but you just meant when you're with your friends in person that's when it will be fun. yeah you know okay,
2: because because you, you can set up that hilarious combo you know you can mm. you know uh, what was that one with the bananas where yeah like people that were one like one was fun that one was fun and and people were like chaining it with like war walker show to mill people yeah. And, yeah and so like that's fun but it's not competitive and i and that's what her stone is to me it, it's it's just like magic is. It's just like most trading card games. Is that game is supposed to be competitive. It's supposed to say, I beat you, Do you want to rematch or are you done playing Victory.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I, I I hear where you're coming from. And I I agree. And I will say though, the tavern brawls really disappointed me. And when it came out, I was just feeling like, What the hell, man? Catering to the casuals. We saw this, we saw this for years. You and me going through world of warcraft where all the different expansions coming out all the different updates every single time they were shaving off some of that
1: well, yeah, hardcore dude, cheese
0: that- and they were putting on some of the fucking casual cheese and it was really fucking frustrating and it just that's when i left world of warcraft was uh
1: catalysm pre pre-cata when they fucking changed everything i was like i'm done i'm done playing this game they made it so easy they
0: completely changed the mechanics of the game, and I was like, I don't even want to play this game anymore. I And so tavern, tavern Ball bummed me out for that reason, but I will say uh, Jason's at the land, and we played some Tavern Ball together, and we laughed, man. We had a good time. It's it's all portals right now. Have you played it yet this week?
2: Mm-mm, no, I need all,
0: to. All portals. Uh-oh, and it's a, lot of, it, it's a lot of fun, dude. It's when you get some crazy shit going no, on.
2: No, no, You know, I thought I had played it this week. I thought it, uh, didn't they revert the rag and Nefarian.
0: They brought that back? Yeah, I thought they brought... Hold on. No. I'm bringing it up. I thought last last week was the Sunwell one where you start at 10 mana. It was, yeah, this, yeah. And this week is uh, Too Many Portals is what it's called. Something like that. And they better not bring back the Ragged Nefarian one because that was everybody's I just ha- played most it, hated one. I just played it. Like, it may have been Tuesday.
2: Maybe been Tuesday or Wednesday when I just played it. I mean, like I didn't play it today because I haven't been on
0: Hearthstone. Well, today, unless I don't know the weeks, do you remember? Do you know what day they switch over? Uh, well dude, dude that, the windows 10 calendar when you click on that is totally it is different. too many
2: portals and it says i already have a wimp but i have not played so there was an issue there was something wonky going on there because i played nefarian rag and i was pissed because i was like we're already I doing this nefarian again I, and I hated it happen? i hated it that oh, was one of the. That's the worst one her. dude
0: and and you know what that was the very first one that they came out with it was and everybody and everybody was like this fucking sucks dude that fucking sucked i just found I a glitch it
2: so much I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get on twitter later <laughs>
0: <laughs> go, go talk about it well you guys i had a really fun time talking to you guys i it too man um
1: it was it was terrible when you talking not about? <laughs> only did we
0: get the opportunity to catch up but i got some work done in the meantime of catching up with you guys because i had to make the podcast so and i appreciate that these guys i sent out a message to three different individuals saying hey jason's not going to be here next week do you guys want to be on the show? And it was less than like 30 seconds. And they're like, I got your back. Don't worry. And I really appreciate that. You guys, it was awesome. And especially um, I expect that of Jason, that's just, we're close and that's what he's always done. But Matt, you know, we haven't talked for very, very often lately. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I was just really I was really surprised and happy to see how fast you rep- responded yes and, and that you came on and helped out because it's been a while since we've caught up and it was really good to catch up with you. So.
2: You know, I think we're all of us, just in general, everybody that we met in 105th and, and onwards, we're busier now. You know, we're unfortunately, we're adults at this point.
0: Uh, but Fuck. But Hey,
1: what are you talking? I wasn't an adult, bro. I wasn't 12, right? <laughs> I was 12.
2: <laughs> I was 12. No, I wait, could, wait, wait, could...
0: wait. How, how old were you in 2005 in January? I was 12. Jason. Oh. You were 12. I was
2: 22. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, so, so, like, you're like, you a... know,
0: we were like best friends. We were like best friends. <laughs> so, well, I was, I don't think I was as close of a friend. Well, I was, to... I was real good friends with Matt. I was 16. Just, it just cracks me up, man. It's just to think about all of that. I
2: don't know. You know, there's, there's two things I want to say before I go. Well, three things. One, obviously, thank you for having me on, man. It's been a blast. Uh, and I want, I wish you the best success with this. Uh, but, and I don't have enough time to get into this, but we were talking about Hearthstone and something reminded me, you were talking about scraping, you know, some of the hardcore stuff off. You know what game never did that? EverQuest. That shit was hard. A hundred percent. All the time. There was, that was the most unforgiving game I've ever played. Uh, but. It
0: still is, dude. I went back and tried to play it, uh, two, three years ago. Dude, went back and tried to play terrible. it. It's terrible. It's so hard. And it, it's so terrible. It's just like.
2: I made the same mistakes that i made playing that game when I was 11. <laughs> so, so yeah, but uh, yeah. So man, thank you very much for having us on. It's, it's, it's been a blast.
0: Thank you guys.
1: Right, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Except um, next time. Can we talk about a game I
0: know about? <laughs> oh shit, man. We talked about some stuff that you, it's just, it's Hearthstone, man. What do you want from us? Alright, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to finish off the show by reminding everybody that we do have our Patreon up and running. If you guys are interested in getting our pre-show, uh, go ahead and head over to patreon.com slash trains noobs. What we do is we record our pre-show, uh, us sitting down getting the show ready. It's real fucking stupid and real. It's not scripted or anything like that. It's also not edited. I I, I uploaded it raw and it's 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 real fun um you get that you also have the chance to get access to a VoIP server you know you can come into a team speak um hang out with us when we're online and play some games with us um but head over to patreon.com slash noobs uh help support us and help support the show and and uh head over to train you can get all of our links at the bottom of the page um, check out the show subscribe to it now that the fucking rss feed works and uh thank you so much everybody for listening and we will see you next week with jason thanks guys thank you see
1: thank you for listening to the train noobs podcast visit us at train where you can find links for all of our social media join us again next time and have a pleasant day